And I was going to say, we could probably touch on uh, a TV series as well, a new one that came out on Netflix. Oh, oh my god, Indian Matchmaking. Hi, I'm Sima from Mumbai. <laughs> yeah. Diva, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. However, I've seen a lot of previews on it and a lot of things on Twitter about it. So I think I have a good grasp of what's been going on. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, there's a lot of stereotypes that have been perpetuated in that series. Oh yeah, especially I this. I don't remember her name, but she was like, "Oh, I want someone tall, fair-skinned, handsome," and I'm like, "Fair-skinned? Like you're born and a brought partner? up? No, someone else." I was like, "Oh, you were born and brought up here. Like, how do you like?" still have that mindset of oh I want them to be fair I just to me it like blows me away hey guys I'm Pile the Nigam today I'll be leading the podcast today's subject is colorism and I wanted to talk about this subject specifically because I feel it affects a lot of kids today especially people of color Today, I'm joined by our co-host, Alex and Hari, and our guest here today is, drumroll please, Divya Shivapuja. And Divya, if you'd like to talk about yourself a little bit, that'd be awesome. Hey guys, I'm Divya, like she just said, and I'm from Dubuque, Iowa, and I just graduated from Drake University. So Divya, what did you major in? So I majored in neuroscience and digital media production. What do you do with the digital media production? So I did a lot of... Just a lot of things I had to do with media. Like I did photography, videography. I did stuff like this with like the podcast. And so I learned a, a lot about just multimedia in general. Okay, so you know a lot more than we do when it comes yeah, to this okay. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I can help you guys out if you need help. <laughs> oh, bet. So for those of you who don't know, colorism is people like within their own society where they are discriminated because of their skin color and it's different to racism because racism applies to different races but colorism applies to the color of your skin like specifically colorism is where one favors someone's skin tone based on how light or darker it is and typically it's because people favor lighter skin over dark skin people really yeah and especially like in india and most asian countries they favor the lighter skin just because they see it as superior and in india especially colorism has been fueled because of the british colonial rule where the britishers they often favored people of lighter skin tones and darker skin tones were like rejected for jobs because they were just simply darker than the light skin tone people I've heard about the that colonialism side of it, mainly because like the British did that to most of their to a lot of their colonies. They found a way to divide the countries that they ruled over so that they could um control them, right? Yeah, exactly. And there's actually like multiple studies that like preferences for lighter skin tone in India are linked to the caste system between like the Mughal and British rule but like the caste system is a different subject entirely and British the, they constantly demean dark-skinned people and as a result of 200 years of like the British rule that like the effects of that is still there today itself yeah I feel like a little bit of like psychology has to do with that like the whole 
Well, there's this there's this uh, concept in psychology called the self-fulfilling prophecy, where if you're told that you are like something, and if it's in a like usually in a bad case, um, if you're told that you're a type of person all enough, then you start to believe that you're like that type of person. So I'm sure like uh, the British colonialists came around India and were telling people oh, white is the best color versus, like, a darker skin tone, and then they internalize that. Exactly. So it just goes to speak of, like, how they're making, like, white-skinned people, like, superior and having that, like, just completely discard people of darker skin tones. Um, another huge thing of colorism is the cosmetic industry, and specifically Fair and Lovely. Fair and lovely yeah. Yep. Yeah. I've heard things about Fair and Lovely, but... Not being from like India or from that region, I really don't know much about it. What is that? It's like this skin cream. I mean, it, it's advertised to make you like whiter. I don't know if there's like any bleach or any chemicals that are bad for your skin in there, but I know a lot of like my family members use it. Like my, not even just like female, like a lot of male family members use that cream, even though it's like kind of not really like facial cream isn't a big thing in india except for fair and lovely right there's actually i did some researching and there is um fair and lovely was flagged for a harmful ingredient um it is hydroquinone and that can cause skin irritation and dermatitis and this fair and lovely product like especially you said the males of your family they like use it as well Mm -hmm. And yeah. these, like, huge celebrities, like, Shah Rukh Khan, he endorsed Fair and Handsome, which is, like, specifically targeted, like, for men. So to bring in, like, how Fair and Lovely is just, like, mostly associated with, like, girls, female. And then they had to, like, bring out Fair and Handsome to, like, just bring in that extra, like, money to, like, bridge the gap. But I think one thing, all of, like, the the Indians and the West Indians, like, that's what the Indians that came over as slaves or indentured servants and stuff that all have in common was colonialism. Because every country that the British touch kind of have that sort of history of that they've been divided between their I people. Mean, between like, yeah, it's it's like you, you're enslaved under this oppressive regime for this many years. It's going to have some kind of effect. And psychological, like with colorism, that's kind of just... Well, I feel like it wasn't like a... I don't think it was unintentional. I think they did it yeah, on purpose. Yeah, 100%. Like, oh, yeah. Like that sort of divide and conquer Absolutely. model. It's, it's, it's like deconstructing the enemy, kind of. Where you just, like, demoralize them and... Kind of like breaking it from, like, dependent. within. Yeah. Because cause, um, there was a lot of, like, Indians that sold other Indians off. There was people involved. It's just like a divide and conquer, and just breaking it up psychologically absolutely divya what do you think about what do you think about it about what we were just talking about yeah i think that Hari just brought up a really good aspect i guess i never really thought about that if you guys kind of want to elaborate on that too about the indians kind of like going against each other um, i'm not really sure is if that's where kind of like the caste system kind of really started to divide is when indians kind of start going against each other but yeah i'd like to know more about that that should be another podcast episode. I already put it I down on the list. I have none of the facts. <laughs> well, I, I've heard, I've heard like 
it was there was a system before like that that one that that word i sent i don't know how the to system pre- was there long before the british came like the caste system was right. like a very like strong system it's right but then the british came and then it became this sort of way of dividing between social it became classes. a more efficient way of dividing because because yeah like it went it went wait it went from dividing between social classes to dividing on skin because originally i mean it's it's rooted in Hin- hinduism like the religion and basically if you're in the same caste your whole goal in hinduism is to reach a higher level of reincarnation is that's like the concept behind the caste system so if you're in a higher caste apparently that's it means or quote unquote it means that you are on a like higher level with uh, god i guess right it's it's because of your and it's because of like your karma too like it's like if you go into a higher caste system it's because oh like i had a good life i did good things i did good deeds so that's why i'm of this like higher caste and like versus lower caste it's because i was a bad person in my previous life i did bad things and it just goes to show like past life stuff Mm -hmm. so i have i have a question i guess about the caste system because i read some things that i'm not particularly sure how they denoted people but i was reading some things about it and i noticed that some said that um the darker skin colors of the quote-unquote lower caste came from them just working um out in the sun and is that the case like is it the case that they were darker skinned that they were part of this lower caste or was it because of a different reason that i guess i just don't know about um no i think it's like a chicken and egg type of situation where um you're put in a system and then the system demands work from you and then your body adapts to that like work i think it's both because like people of higher caste they have more of the aryan blood within them so like the middle east and upper north and then versus like the lower caste people um are like darker because of like again like where they're put like farming outside constantly I mean, if you really want to go back into the history of it, you could also, like, transfer it to, um, there's, like, Dravidians and, like, uh, another type of human being. I don't remember what it is. It's, it's a more Eurocentric, um, form of human, and people believe that, like, the, the higher caste people are more Eurocentric, and then the lower caste are more Dravidian. So, I mean, there's a lot of history going into it. And exactly. India itself is millions and millions of years old so it's like you could go years into search researching all of this but i think yeah it, it definitely was like you were put into a cast and then you did the work demanded and then like you adapted to it and then you married someone that was in the same cast so the cycle just recontinued recontinued and it'd be like right. extremely difficult to come out of that like caste system yeah it was it's almost like scandalous Oh, for sure. Like, there was, like, a whole bunch of rules, like, um, it's okay if, like, a woman marries, like, this person or, like, someone lower. And, like, they're just, like, different rules and regulations of, like, what's okay. And even then, it's still, like, taboo to, like, marry out of your caste system. Yeah. And I think, like, the British just, like, saw that and just almost corrupted it to make it even more restrictive and divided. Yeah, the British did that, and 
they did that in like almost every colony they've been in. They've tried to find a way to uh, divide the people. Like in in Guyana, it was Indians versus versus uh, Africans. That's what they used. And in India, it was, I think what I read was that it was harder for them to do that because there were it was all one people, right? They were yeah. all just Indians. Yeah. So what they did was they found the way to do it based on just shade of brown you know okay so like kind of like coming back to like colorism Divya can you like talk about like a specific experience that like that's really like colorism has been like prominent point in your life yes so (laughs) colorism has always been a prominent point in my life just because of I would say majority of my extended family Um, It's like every single time I go to India, I grew up playing a lot of sports. I grew up playing soccer a lot. And so it's like when I was doing that, I'd go to India, I'd come back really dark. And all they would do, all they would comment on me is, oh, hey, you're here. Oh, you got really dark. It's like the first thing they'd say to me. And it's like, okay, good to see you too. Uh, (laughs) And so I think it's just like perpetuated this ideal that... um, that lighter skin is better that maybe I shouldn't be playing soccer because then soccer will let me be in the sun and then I'm going to get darker and so it kind of made me just like question a lot of my life choices purely because I was getting darker by doing whatever activity um and yeah I think the culture in India is really toxic in that sense it's like a lot of people just think that they need to be lighter and going back to the whole fair and lovely thing I think it's because of the media that people think that way they see these commercials and specifically in the fair and lovely commercials it's like the girl's darker and then when she puts fair and lovely on she gets the man she gets the job she gets whatever good comes in her life and it's like it perpetuates this idea that if you're lighter you get all the good things in life but if you're darker you won't and so i think that's why my extended family can be like that but yeah again it's very wrong and i wish that we get out of that mindset and that gets into like theories of attractiveness, like what people find attractive. And recently, more and more, like people find like lighter people more attractive. And that's because of this systems of like age-old depression and stuff that caused that. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely like a upbringing thing too that could um, affect that. And like depends on like what environment you probably grew up in if you were around more lighter-skinned people. Like now that you guys are all in the midwest where it's you know it's not i don't want to say it's uncommon to find people of your same skin color and stuff but it's not as common as before probably does a does it affect you guys like differently how does colorism affect you guys now growing up in america um i wouldn't say so much now just because i've learned to like appreciate like my skin tone but Growing up, I would always have family. Well, I guess my family now does this too. But like growing up, as Debbie mentioned, the first thing that they would say to me was like, oh, you've gotten so dark. Or like, that's all they would say. You've been a kanji karvade, which is like (laughs) describing me to fried fish (laughs) because it's so dark. And that would be the thing that they would say. But um, I don't know, like, I guess a personal experience for me would be um, before my cousin's wedding, my aunt called me and we were just talking and then she said, hey, like, before the wedding, like, don't get, like, too dark. 
And I was honestly so hurt and offended by that. So when we were at the wedding, um, it was at like, um, we were all staying at, like, at a resort in India. And they had a pool. So the two days leading up to the wedding, I made sure to get so roasted <laughs> yes. and tan to spite my aunt because I was not having it at all. So I just, and honestly, most of that has to, I have to say thanks to my mom. Like, she's taught me so much as I was younger. She's taught me to appreciate my skin. And as a child, I never was, like, able to, like, understand what she was saying. Like, being in the Indian store, I would always, like, peer over the counter and see the fair and lovely cream behind. And I always wanted it. And, like, one day I was like, hey, mom, like, can I have this fair and lovely? And she immediately started, like, I don't want to say yelling. I feel like that's a little too hard. Lecturing. But, like, lecturing. Thank you. Yeah, she started lecturing me. She's like, why do you want this? Like, what is it going to do? Like, why do you want to be lighter? And then I was like, I was hurt that she was lecturing me. But like, looking back on it, like the color of your skin, no matter like if you're lighter or darker, it does not matter about the goodness that's in your heart. Like that doesn't affect anything. So wait, Pyle, so how did you learn to appreciate your skin? Like, how did that, how, how did you do that on your own? Did you do it on your own? I was, it was not an alone thing. It was all to my mom. I think if my mom was like the rest of my family, like coming at me for like my darker complexion, I don't think I would have the same outlook. And then that goes to show like your environment, your family, that all like plays like a huge like influence on like your own thoughts and perception. Yeah, because there's definitely a lot of people our age out there that have different upbringings that probably have a different outlook on it than we do. <laughs> oh, for sure. Hurry, do you have you? any what experiences? Oh, <laughs> oh, um, I mean, yeah, kind of. Like, it, it's always like the, the, the colorism aspect kind of just affects like beauty, and I feel like I've never really had as bad as some of you guys have I, I mean like I get the offhand comments like oh yeah you're getting dark wow you're super dark now like I get those too and I'm sometimes caught in that trap of like dang I'm really dark right now but it's like it hasn't affected me as much and I think that's solely because of my privilege and like not having to deal with that as much but yeah it, it I definitely have experienced it and like I said before a lot of my own like male relatives use the fair lovely cream um when i when my parents had a indian store we we sold creams like that we were part of the system and i mean i still think that like we sort of we don't we don't outwardly support it but it's still like a subtle thing exactly Mm -hmm. alex i remember when we were at the Black Lives Matter rally, you were wearing, like, your long, like, black jacket, and I was like, hey, like, why are you wearing that? It's so hot, and you're like, oh, I don't want to get darker. Yeah, because, okay. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> I do get really, so, so, like, okay, on, like, my, for my side of stuff, the colorism stuff, I don't think it really affected my culture as much as it did, just because being in the Caribbean almost everybody is dark like you're like you're like you're in the sun so that region 
yeah, yeah that equator, region alone, yeah. everybody has the same like sort of skin complexion most of the time. So like that's why I think the British had a pretty huge role in it because for my culture it's more of the division between Indians and Africans than it is between Indians and Indians. So like in Guyana you'd find or in like a lot of the Caribbean countries that have the Indo and Afro population you'll find the Indians are pretty much together like they're all in their own niche they all like they they get along better than the Africans are in their own niche but they don't get along together like they don't mix that much even though I feel like that's human nature like the, the whole grouping yeah together but it it wasn't people. yeah until the British like went in and started like you know doing their thing like saying hey look we're gonna treat the Indians better than we treat the Africans so that created that sort of like in, in pure, inferior superior complex between them because the Africans were slaves and then they marketed the Indians as the better slave. Yeah, the indentured servant or the better slave, basically. And that's still like a relevant thing now because it's like the whole model minority myth with like Indians like, oh, they're not as bad, but we're still like not seen Mm -hmm. as equal. Well, that's what they did in America too. They did that with um, American, when they had the Africans, when they brought Africans over as slaves they marketed Indians and they let Indians come in uh, as they marketed as the better slave, right? They marketed it as like, this was the, Mm -hmm. these were the newer, yeah, the the educated, the more intelligent or whatever. That's just what they used as an excuse to bring Indians over. I think it's, um, it's very political when you get down to the reasons why we're divided. Like, it's not, it's not like, skin color makes you any more superior or inferior just depends on your intake of sun <laughs> how much you could handle to be fair though i mean if you have darker skin you can absorb more yeah like, but that's sunlight. it's yeah so i feel like that is a genetic superior, well it's basically well, it's a geographical <laughs> thing too because like if you live in a if you live in a place yeah, that doesn't get yeah, a lot of sun you probably don't need it so like, oh for sure like i know for a fact that like I'm Dravidian, and, like, that itself, like, that makes me, like, have, like, stronger, or darker, like, skin complexion than, like, the rest of India, just because, like, my ancestors were, like, predominantly, like, very much in the South. Yeah, mine too, I think. What's, what, is it, aren't the Dravidians, like, supposed to be from Africa? Like, originally descended from Africa? Are we all? No, I mean, yeah, but no. I thought, yeah, I thought like, there was Alex another sect of human that was, like, kind of from Africa, but they kind of d- diverged. I don't know. Do research on that and then come back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't read about that. Yeah, me too. Um, I'd also like to talk about colorism in movies. And I was going to say, we could probably touch on... Uh, TV series as well, a new one that came out on Netflix. Oh, oh my god, Indian Matchmaking. Hi, I'm Sima from Mumbai. <laughs> Diva, have you seen it? I haven't seen it. However, I've seen a lot of previews on it and a lot of things on Twitter about it, so I think I have a good grasp of what's been going on. It's a lot. There's a lot of stereotypes that have been perpetuated. <laughs> oh yeah, especially this, I don't remember her name, but she was like, oh, I want someone tall, fair-skinned, handsome, and I'm like, fair skin, like, you're born and a brought partner? up. No, someone else. I was like, oh, you were born and brought up here. Like, how do you, like, still have that mindset of, oh, I want them to be fair? I just, 
to me it like blows me away mm-hmm. i think that's the ingrained thing like it, it's passed on through generation you see you're more comfortable with what you see so then you start having that mindset and it's hard to break out of it i think but um yeah, yeah. it definitely is what's what's that what's that one guy the i um the one with like the mom issues where the mom was like super micromanaging his entire life I know what's who you're name? talking about. Name? I forgot his what's name. What's his name? Yeah. Yasser or something? I know you I know I know the dude you're talking about. Was that the one who said he wanted some Yeah, that that, that oh freaked God. me out. The bro. whole what is the Oedipus complex? Well, isn't there a word for that? Isn't that Oedipus yeah. complex? Oedipus Oedipus complex. complex. Oedipus. 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 Is it Oedipus or Oedipus? Oedipus. 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 None. None of the above. Oedipus. <laughs> nah, it's, that that was unnerving, but like it sucks that he was the only one that like actually ended up married a lot of the other couples like ended up breaking up later i didn't see what happened to the um the girl who was from guyana oh yeah yeah i'm pretty sure they broke up pretty sure they broke up oh no i don't know they looked pretty good together but they, they actually did bring up a pretty good topic and that was that she was from she had guyanese background right but she wasn't seen as indian as indian so she couldn't that was a that was a problem for who's the matchmaker Sima? Yeah, yeah. Sima from because Mumbai. She couldn't, yeah, couldn't match her the whole thing. with other <laughs> Sima from Mumbai. <laughs> they couldn't match her with Indians because like that's like Indians don't see Cause, cause Guyanese taboo, or West yeah. Indians as yeah they don't see them as like complete Indians or I don't know fully Indian I don't know what the word is because that goes back into like the caste system. Yeah. And, uh, well, there was oh um, yeah, hundred percent. Sima Auntie had like a, another friend or whatever who did less traditional marriages. Do you remember that? Mm, In Delhi or whatever. I think so. But like that's the whole point. Sima was specifically looking for like traditional marriages and traditional couples. So that's why it was complicated for her. For some of the people that she had, she couldn't match up because there's these preconceived notions of beauty and attractiveness. A lot of Indian. She was right, definitely that, doing that. Yeah. And, and the guy, like on the first day, like, um, was the girl from Guyana called again? Her name? Nadia. Nadia. Nadia, right? Nadia. I remember so, like, that. First name. day, <laughs> she like ordered a. Mimosa. I know Alex does too. And then the guy, like, who uh, she went on the first date with, like, he didn't drink alcohol, so like, just this like the whole like, I don't know what I think he was. Well, was he was half Guyanese, half Punjabi, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, that dude sucked. They did oh, match yeah. her with the Guyanese dude that just wasn't. I don't know. He was not. Cool he wasn't at with all. the vibe. Yeah. He was not. He, he did not pass the vibe check. Okay, and while we're like on the topic of like colorism in films, I definitely like do want to like touch on like Bollywood. Yep. Yep. And colorism, <laughs> just because I feel like it's so like. It's definitely relevant to colorism. Yep. In all of the Bollywood movies I've seen, I don't think I've seen a dark-skinned actor on the screen. No, it it almost never happens. Even within, like, sex of Bollywood, like, like, Thummel. Oh, yeah, Thummel movies. It's, like, a bunch of, like, people from the north that, like, come to, like, South... Or do like South Indian movies, and there is not a single person of representation of the rest of India. Like it's all fair actors, 
And I don't know if you guys are well, familiar. Nayanthara's Nayanthara's kind of one that breaks the mold. Yeah, Nayanthara, yeah. Thrisha Krishnan, and like Thrisha's white. What? Thrisha's, Thrisha's super light. She's thumbily and Nayanthara's white too. Like fair skin or Oh, definitely. Yeah, Nianthra and Thrisha are both very much fair skin. I don't know what you're talking about, Nianthra breaking Dang. the. <laughs> no. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know a lot of. I don't know, like, the actors. In yeah, the no one and really stuff, knows, but... like, Thummel, Thummel. But I don't know if you guys know the movie um, Bahubali. Oh, yeah. Yes. So it made 685.5 crores in the box office box office which is like approximately 7.7 billion u.s dollars so basically it's like two different like kingdoms and the ones like the heroes of the movie they're seen as like good people strong warriors and then very noble but then when they're fighting against the bad people um, the bad people are the villain, and they're portrayed as dark, dirty, uneducated. They look like <laughs> very dark. I don't know people that you would never like want to see, and are depicted like as these ugly, vile people. So, like, even within South India itself, like where, savages, like, right? I yes, yeah. exactly. And they like even within South India itself, like we come from like darker skin tones and complexions, and even within that, like people are of lighter skin toned are favoring i just seeing that like it disgusts me like it's i don't know i don't like that at all like and that just goes to show like how fairness being lighter skin tone in bollywood is what will get you to like to the top okay i guess like on a positive note to end i've just been seeing like a lot of stuff on like tiktok just of like people being yeah. more appreciative of their darker skin tones and kind of like bringing life um bringing we have our own um sound on tiktok yes i'm a real ass yes. rich ass <laughs> bitch from the south yeah Dang, exactly we gotta censor that out okay oh, right. I, I actually heard that today for the first time oh really you tiktok again i don't have tiktok no i heard yeah, it on yeah. instagram i heard the uh, the the sound on instagram nice. i was like that's kind of cool alex you should get tiktok again nope <laughs> <laughs> but like i think people are just becoming like more aware they're like putting like aunties in their place and i think they're just taking control of their <laughs> their selves and their minds and their bodies and it's like um I think a lot of people are rebelling, like not just in India, yeah. just worldwide. Yeah. That's just this trend of like we're not dealing with this shit anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it takes it, it takes it takes it takes a while to like change those like really ingrained like uh, stereotypes and those ingrained racism and colorism and sexism. Oh, absolutely. I think this upcoming generation is becoming more and more open-minded, cognizant of their actions. Hopefully that translates to their kids. All right, should we wrap it up? Dang, <laughs> trying to leave. Okay, I have something. I have something. I have something written All out right, that I want to like it. end Let's go. with. 
okay, okay. So, like, you guys can say whatever. Well, let's... All right, so, Divya, do you have any closing remarks? Um, the only closing remarks I have to say is, again, ending on a positive note, I do agree that our generation is definitely being more cognizant of everything um, that's been happening with colorism. I think especially the Black Lives Matter movement that's happened, I feel like people are really starting to see um, that people with darker skin tones are being discriminated against, and that's really allowing i guess a lot of indians too specifically to really see um the toxicity in the culture that we grew up in and really kind of trying to get rid of it and try to overcome it Mm -hmm. definitely absolutely i don't think if like the black lives movement happened i don't know if like people would be like talking about like colorism today because that's how i got inspired was because of like the movement and I'm sure like it definitely like it had to been the same for like other people as well on closing I just wanted to say to all my dark-skinned beauties out there my sisters and brothers I want you all to know that you're beautiful you are worthy and the color of your skin does not determine the goodness that's in your heart all right thank you guys so much thank you that was cute I liked it (laughs) yep uh all right so I think that wraps up this episode thank you divya for yes divya thank you so much it really means a lot to me i appreciate it thank you